Welcome to the Starwell Welcome Foundation. Welcome to the Starwell Foundation. Welcome to the Starwell Foundation. Hello? Hi, Mary. It's Jan. We had some thoughts and Bill is here to ask you about your next grant. Hey, Mary. Uh, did you say you'll be checking in with Strong Stanley to meet with the kids at Reliance Hospital? Yeah, I think I'm on my way to meet him right now. I was told this location, but haven't spoken to him yet. Okay, so since he's a very large and very wide, we don't know if he'd be a good pick to have inside of a hospital. Yeah, this would be way easier to cover any incidentals if he uh, doesn't enter the building. Do you think I planned on bringing the eight-foot man into a building with delicate, expensive, life-saving equipment who can punch an engine out of a Humvee? Alrighty. I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, there's a nice courtyard you can get to that's partially enclosed. Oh, totally. That was my plan the whole time. I think I'm almost arrived, so I gotta go. (laughs) I did not think of any of that. Oh, puppy. That's a cute pet store. Ooh. And next to Trippy's shop. Okay, junkyard across the street, and that looks like it. Hello? Is there a junkyard attendant or something? What do you want? I'm here to see, um... She's with me. We have a business. Oh, Mal. I brought you a coffee. So, I watched a few clips of him to figure out how this might go. What do you think I should appeal to? Will he have demands? Or does he get anxious when he's out there because he's such a big target and everyone knows who he is, so the heroes and police will be- Whatever you expect, he's gonna be bigger. But he's used to it. That's all I'm gonna give you. Oh. Thanks for the help? Great. We're here. He lives here? In the trash? Or like, in one of the cars? Nah, he has a decent place actually. It's built under that pile. You can't tell from the outside, but it's pretty nice. He needs the camouflage since he'd be pretty easy to spot. And it gives him some privacy. Oh, hey guys. I was just looking for something, but I forgot what it was. Hello, Stanley. It's nice to meet you. I'm Mary Dare. Truth. Huh? I choose Truth. Uh, what? No, Stan, that's her name. She's not playing Truth or Dare. Oh, that makes sense. Hi, Mary Dare. How are you? I'm well, Stanley. How about yourself? Well, I'm still strong. The sun is out. And I haven't gotten punched yet today. So it's a good day so far. Do you worry you'll lose your strength? No. Then why- It's better to move along. Mr. Stanley, have you heard about Mal here doing those visits with kids? They're sick, so he comes and cheers them up. My job is finding people to do that cheering up, and the kids really want to meet you. We can arrange a few things and talk stipulations- Okay, I'll do it. What, really? This sounds fun. Yeah, I like kids. Oh, can- Can I bring these telephone poles? And can you bring some boxes of spaghetti? Well, we we need both, so it's actually one question. When do you need me? 
I'll need to check my schedule. Navarro, how's my schedule? You're open for the next two weeks. Um, yeah, I think you can bring a... telephone pulse? What could go wrong? And I can definitely get spaghetti. Are you his manager? Nope, I just help him keep track of a few things. So, his manager... Woohoo! We gonna use the box truck again? Yes, we're gonna use a box truck. The last one didn't make it. In fact, I think it's in one of these piles. Okay. Oh boy. I have a plan and everything. What, uh, what's your plan, Stan? <laughs> you rhymed. Kids are normally pretty weak, and sick people are also weak, so sick kids have to be, like, the weakest. So I'm gonna tell them that they're strong, like me. Hey, Stanley, your show is gonna be on soon. Head inside, and I'll call later and remind you about going to tell the kids they're strong. That was way easier than I thought it was going to be. I know, right? He's not a bad guy. Doesn't want much, but life put him here, so he's making do. Then couldn't he not be a villain? It's too late for him. People think he's a monster because he's so strong. One time I saw him spike a refrigerator like a football and it went 20 feet underground. But there's heroes as strong as him. Do not compare his life to theirs. Do not compare any villain's life to a hero's. You don't know how they got, well, what happened to them. Okay, I won't assume in the future. Sorry. Do you think I can come back to the villain bar and meet some more of you? Get my foot in the door? <sighs> you still got your mask? Yes, I do. Jan, I got strong Stanley, so I'll come by later and look for a grant date at Reliance Hospital. Oh, that's neat. Outside, right? Yes, I don't think the telephone poles will fit inside. Telephone poles? Telephone poles? Angie, have you, uh, been sharing my grant schedules with heroes? No, of course not. Okay, because Darktective said he was able to infer when and where I had Athlectra and took it upon himself to investigate. Well, he is a detective. Maybe he learned your pattern. This was my second villain. I don't have a pattern. Hmm. Well, I have been posting blocked times to my heroes of when they specifically should not go to certain places. I'm not telling them that you're there, just telling them not to go there. That's just as bad. Ugh, I need you to not do that either. These instructions seem conflicting, and we should take it up with Jin. I it sense a little commotion over here. What's the problem? I think Angie is trying to sabotage my grants. That's ridiculous. Besides that, Star Whale shouldn't even be entertaining these villainous grants anyway. Okay, I'm gonna need you to take a minute to cool off. And I'll think Storm a new solution so there's no more crossover and keep your schedules a blackout mystery to one another. Okay. Thank you. Fine. Thanks, Guy. Ken Stonewall here in the Havern Shops District of the Jarabas Canal. A little bit of history, Brava City used to have a river running parallel to the canal until the dam was made far upstream, now diverting the river into the canal, including a vast series of tunnels and waterways that go under the city in case of flooding. Now the reason we're here today is there has been another supposed attack by a creature locals have named the Monster of Jarabas Canal. 
and reports have mostly described it as very large, with scales and big claws. This storefront seems to have been the target of the assault. I've been told that they only moved in and opened a week ago. But Diana of Diana the Fancy Florist Store says she will be not returning to this location. Granted, it will take some time to repair. Previous attacks were two stores downtown, where a scented candle outlet was also destroyed. And on the other side of the canal, a body beauty bath boutique has experienced considerable damage. We have no images or video of the creature and can't guarantee if it even exists. Authorities say that it's possible neighborhood gangs and criminal activity is possibly using the destruction to cover up any evidence of their crime. We've obtained some brief audio that could be the monster. Or it could be part of a hoax and a cover-up. All right, guy, back to you in the studio. Sorry you had to come get me. The password my uncle used didn't work this time. Ha! <laughs> password? That's not how this works. Then how does it work? Here, meet Gansfield. Donnie Brook. Ashabella. Oh wow, you guys are so cool. Um, hi, I'm Mary. She doesn't have nickname yet. If someday I'm going to be recruiting you for grants, then I should be honest with you. So you can trust me. Famous words every villain wants to hear. I'm serious. I live at 249 Howard Way, apartment 7. Grew up two states away and came here after college because the city is amazing and I truly, truly love, love Mr. Jin's work, Jin's work at Starwell. She's telling the truth so far. Ooh, you're the mind reader. Gansfield, I've heard of you. I could do much more than that Moya Ditya. If you don't want her getting all the way inside your head, you need to build a wall or enclosure in your mind. Mel is very good at this. Every time I try and sneak in his head, I get brain freeze. Feels like I eat a gallon of ice cream in one minute. Oh, I've never been able to get in my head. I must have the mind of a steel trap from all my martial arts training. Or you don't have brain to break into. Ha ha. All right, kid, have a seat. Oh, you heard of Gans? Well, how about me? Um, Donnie Brook. Uh, <laughs> sorry, can't say that I have. Oh, I'm one of the best fighters on this side of the country. There's only maybe three people that can beat me, not counting the likes of Victorian. But I keep learning and only get better, so maybe someday... You're not a spotlight worker, Donnie. Not like Ash. Oh? Oh! Ash Cole? Of Super Trinamo? That's me. My parents played your dad's music all of the time, and I've always wanted to see one of your shows. 
Yeah, Dad was great, but I'm not optimistic we'll be better. I heard some of Mal's story of when you fought Miss Cosmo and helped your duck Sean get away. That wasn't so much fight as try desperately to keep her occupied and not get caught. I'd say Joe the Wizard and I had it hardest out of the group that time. The thing with Miss Cosmo is that her powers seem to change day to day, and we can't predict what she's able to do or how she's able to stop us. You can plan a heist for months, but cannot plan for Miss Cosmo. Gantz, <laughs> tell us about Miss Cosmo. One time I was in civilian clothes near a crime scene on the street, trying to brain tap officers for secrets or details, and Miss Cosmos was there aiding the investigation. So I tried to enter her mind, and all she was thinking of was bubblegum. Just bubblegum. She turns and looks directly at me, across the street into a crowd of people like she's staring into my soul. Makes one over-obnoxious chill motion with her jaw. And then I realize I have bubblegum in, in my mouth. I, I have it right now. It happens every time I tell this story. Bubblegum. Oh, I've never even made contact. I've tried to punch her or grab her, but either I'm hitting a force field or suddenly levitating. I just want to fight, and those powers I ain't fair. And yet, we like her, because she's only trying to stop us. She's the dentalist hero I've faced. If you gotta go, it's your lucky day when she takes you in. You have favorite heroes? Sure. Miss Cosmo will actively try not to hurt you. Kid Scorpion will stop punching you when you give up. He's even helped me up, rescued me once or twice. Magenta Thorn will rough you up because he gets paranoid. Really on his guard constantly, but he kind of respects us. It's fun if we beat Kid Scorpion, but twice as fun as letting him go. Kid Scorpion? With the third arm growing out of his back? You've let him go? Sure! We agree the child is destined for greatness. He'll become one of the best heroes in Brava City history. So, we take it easy on him. We know there's going to be something worse than us out there someday. Bigger monster, bastard more unstable than the last, and everyone will turn to the kid to save us. He's going to be incredible. He even tries to hide that arm in a backpack. You ever see a preteen that's weirdly overmuscled with two backpacks, then you found his undercover persona. Or I guess his real persona. Sage will be all, bring me that boy, and we might get the kid for a sec, but then, oh no, he got away, and we laugh. Also, because screw Sage. Screw, screw Sage. Sage. <laughs> <laughs> now Tenebron, he likes to hurt us. Poor accordion. If Tenebron catches us mid-crime, he'll swoop down immediately and start trying to brutalize us. We drop our weapons, he keeps hitting. We surrender, he keeps hitting. My brother was exhausted trying to run away one night after a gig. Couldn't muster up any zaps. And panting, he put his hands on his head and knelt down. Tenebron broke an arm and a leg and went back to chasing the rest of the crew, leaving him there. Zaps? You mean how, like, you have electric blast powers or something? Yeah, it's charged through our adrenaline. That's how my old man could get so charged up. He loved performing and would put on concerts just to power these huge batteries. Dustin and I, we used to play with him, but things fell apart and we figured out we'd get the same rush from Robin Banks. <laughs> Sometimes it pays better too, so we do that instead. The heroes probably figured that out by now, but it's not like you're going to tell anybody. 
Hang on, you mentioned an accordion? The accordion. He plans heists. He is broken, man. Tenen Vran attacked him every chance he got. Unarmed, civilian clothes, on the steps of the courthouse after being found innocent, and Tenen Vran beat him. Broken his bones many times. <laughs> He's never broken any of my bones. The accordion is a person? He's a brilliant planner, but he's taken so many blows to the head, he's got a terrible stutter. His hands don't work, he's been hit so many times that under any questioning or interrogation, he folds. He folds easily and often, like an accordion. Thankfully, we have pins and needles. To pins, pins and, and needles. needles. Excuse me, I gotta visit some people. He's really doing it. Like a clown at a birthday party? The Grants? No, it's not like that. He's been great and honest. We don't do birthday parties. We visit hospitals or soup kitchens. The kids are tired of the same people telling them, you can do anything you set your mind to, and everything will be okay. That's what Helmschmied would say. Helmschmied, the brilliant inventor? He does those gigs? He's always yelling about being too busy to be fighting us. He wants to be making something that'll save the world, instead of forcing us to stop whatever it is we're doing that day. But Mal shows up and treats these kids like they're... like he's not hiding anything from them. He keeps their attention, admits they're in a sucky situation, but try to make the best of it, and then he says, you know, like, Children, if you're alone for too long and get too cold to others, you might become isolated. And they get a laugh out of it. They haven't experienced anything like you villains before. Unless we smashed up their car. Or fried their appliances. Or made their parents lose their jobs. Alright, can you not make this harder? I don't need to know all that. Uh, oh, I met Sister Tamigi. Is she always that scary? Yes. Even when she's on my side, I'd wish I'd know where she is. I don't mind her, but she seems very scatterbrained. I, I have trouble in her head. She does so much at once, she has to be. What does she do? She's telekinetic and has some kind of invisibility or masking. It's weird. I watched her take out the police task force that was trying to set up a base on her territory. I was there to spy on cops and find out what they were looking for. Tamegi finds me, tells me to stay put. Then, she disappears. She does that a lot, but she's so good at it. I want to know what's going to happen, so I entered the mind of a cop, so I can see what he sees. It was the most terrifying eight minutes of my life. She can have her telekinesis uh, sort of take forms, like blobs or tendrils or whatever, but she can also make them uh, less, less visible, like they become the absence of light. So. Imagine big octopus arm punching cop in the chest, and then he disappears. She's floating in this spot, and lights flicker, and now she's moved, but not much, but constant shifting. She's disappearing. Cops are disappearing. One reaches for weapon, but weapon disappears. Tables are flipping. Unmarked squad car is randomly getting pummeled, but no one can see how the cops are outside in midair, falling to the sidewalk. Pure bedlam. She cackles like Banshee. If it wasn't for her accent, I would think that she was Baba Yaga. 
In showbiz, we get strobe lights and stage tricks, but nothing like this. She's getting scarce, though. She knows if too many of these heroes keep spawning her, they'll keep trying to figure out how she's invisible. So, they keep trying new tech and building stuff just for her. She took a risk for you, especially with Dark Detective. I'll make sure I thank her next time. I... don't see her. Oh, so what about- Yet, you don't say Stan's name out loud here. You're in my head? Yes, I'm telepathic, Moyaboshka. We've covered that. That was a first. Won't be the last. Look, listen to me. If we say his name, he might think he's wanted here. He is not. Oh, she was gonna ask about him? Yeah, he's not like us. Oh, he's not welcome here. Or on any of our jobs. I understand. He hasn't come up on any of our kids' wish lists, but I was just curious. Another time. Okay. What's Mal been up to? On our next episode of How Crime, we look into the self-proclaimed arch-nemesis of everyone's sweetest hero, Miss Cosmo. Early in her career, Miss Cosmo apprehended Carl Cruelty multiple times. But before long, a new gauntlet blaster-wearing villain appeared, swearing revenge and calling himself Cadet Cruelty. Once he was finally locked away into a high-security-powered containment prison, Carl Cruelty seemingly escaped, and we soon learned of Captain Cruelty. This evolution of gauntlets, names, and rage for Miss Cosmo has never stopped, and there is always one such as Colonel Cruelty in jail, while another Cruelty is hunting down Bravo City's sweetheart. Is it just one or two men outfitting themselves with weapons of Cosmo destruction, or are there more? A collection of Cruelty, maybe? A cadre of Cruelty, if you will? Join us for episode 26 to find out. How How crime. Crime. Okay, kids, our guest will be here any minute, and thankfully, it's such a nice day outside. How long do we have to wait? Uh, well, it's not easy for this person to move around without, um... Smashing! (laughs) Oh, good, you made it. And we couldn't figure out how to fit these telephone poles in the box truck, so it uh, took a sec. Hi, kids. I'm Strong Stanley, and I came to hang out with you today. Uh, Miss Mary? Can you pass out some spaghetti to my new friends? Okay, okay. Who asked for me to come here? I did. What? I wanted to know what it would what it was like to be super strong and never be hurt. So I wanted to ask the strongest man I know of. Oh, it's awesome. Have you heard about when I threw a car into space? Hey Mel, how how many cars have I thrown into space? Uh, three made it to orbit, but haven't broken free of the thermosphere. Three. I threw three cars into space. After the first one, I always check for occupants. They even made a commercial about me. What else? Oh, I get hurt only in my head. Or my lungs. Or just inside when people call me stupid. Or lie to me. Mal helps me out. 
to make sure I get a fair cut from jobs I do. Oh, and I have to be careful how high I jump. It's great for getting around, but my big muscles need a lot of oxygen. And if I'm not breathing good, or the air is thin, I'll pass out. <laughs> I've jumped and fallen asleep and woken up in a containment cell. Uh, I don't know how I got there. Uh, um, how do you get so strong? I don't know. One day, my friend told me that he was stronger than me. So strong that his muscles broke all his bones. And now he stays at a hospital too, like you. I'm gonna help him find a cure to make his bones better. And then we can arm wrestle. What? Have you heard this story before? Yeah, it changes sometimes, but he's never brought me to meet this guy. I can't tell if he's made it up or it genuinely happened. What helps is when I concentrate and think real hard on being as strong as possible. Or stronger. And then I am. Sometimes I think about being weak and not as strong. So I could do gentle things. I can't pick flowers. And I can't pet puppies. I can't pick up the spaghetti Miss Mary gave you. Sometimes I wonder if I would rather pet a bunny or throw a car into space. And sometimes I get so frustrated I smash something. Speaking of spaghetti, I had an idea. We can pretend all of you are as strong as me. I brought these big poles. I'm going to hold them like this, and I want you to hold the spaghetti stick the same way. And on three, we'll say, Stanley Snap! And we'll all snap our poles together, okay? One, One two, two, three, Stanley Snap! <laughs> Will we ever be as strong as you? Oh, um, no, never. No one is as strong as me. I think you're asking because you're feeling weak right now, and... You want to not be hurt anymore. Maybe you'll get better, and maybe you'll need to change how you live. If you can't be strong in muscles, then you gotta figure out how to be strong in your head. And even then, it can be exhausting. Go ahead and take a day off to not be strong. And don't try for a little while, so you rest it up to try again later. That's what I do. Ah, crap. What? What's wrong? Hey, where are you going? Here. The outside entrance to the courtyard is narrow, so she'll come this way and not go indoors. She's rough on doors. Who's coming? Mal, what's going on? You feeling a popping in your ears? That's a change in atmospheric pressure, like if we were near a jet about to break the sound barrier. Navarmo? Whoa, 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 stop right there, run. You see this line? I just blasted a Kelvin barrier from that wall to this one. You can't see it, but anything that crosses this line will instantly freeze solid. You can't run through particles, so don't try it. You want me to believe you can do that? You ever see me reload this thing? <laughs> What's going on back there? Stanley's a wanted man. Not today. He's doing community service. Oh, yeah? A judge or parole officer sign off on it? We're working on that. Look, he's not up to anything. There's no job, no crime. Just let him do this and I'll take him home. The kids are happy and they're safe. Let Stanley do something good. It doesn't work that way. I could spin up a micro twister with my arm and pull the air away from his head till he passes out. Harmless, no fighting, no smashing. 
You want to excite warm and cold air molecules through this barrier, then it's going to cause a blizzard hurricane. What do you think of the kids, hero? Again, I don't think you can do that. We can wait for a squirrel to run through the barrier, but I can't promise it'll thaw. Whoa, stop. Stop being tough guys. And woman. I don't know what he'll do if he hears a hero is coming to get him. He could take it just fine, or it could put the whole hospital in danger. He's calm, the kids are fine, and everyone's having fun. This is how a Starwell grant is supposed to go. I don't think Starwell should be endorsing villain grants. And the hero grants are going better? I believe you're late for yours. That's not until... later? It's right now, across town. You're already 20 minutes late, actually. This is... More important? Stanley is calm. You want to turn him into a rampaging disaster? He's surrounded by 30 children and literally in the middle of a hospital. One, two, three... Mal, can you drop the barrier so I can show Speed Greaves here her community outreach schedule? It's right here on my phone. I bet Angie is even looking for you. Probably already called and texted. I'd rather not. It's the only thing stopping her. I'll be what's stopping her. The fastest woman in the city and she's never on time. Can I see that? Alright. Fine. Don't think this'll work every time. Don't worry. I won't need it to. I thought you didn't know Hero's Grant Times. I didn't. But after confronting Angie, I knew she was trying to find a way to ruin Villain Grants. So I did what I had to and got access to her bookings. Well, look at you, Junior Villain. So that was legit. Yeah, Run really does have an event she's supposed to be at, and... Ooh, why is my brightness on my phone all the way up? Oh, uh, your phone's been supercharged. You know how it felt like there was static in the air while she was here? She generates a subtle electric field somehow when she runs and supercharges any electronic she touches. Like my phone. Like your phone. It'll be on max volume, too. You won't have to charge it for a couple months. Unless you buy a new one, even then, don't let it get too close to this one, because it'll transfer some of the power. It doesn't, like, overload and fry the phone? Nah, superpowers are weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, I have a favor to ask. Uh, okay, so, I'm gonna keep being strong for you. Whenever you don't feel strong, you think of me and borrow it. Take as much as you need. In return, I need you to be gentle for me. Do you get, uh, do you get therapy dogs? One time, they brought us a therapy ferret. Oh man, I'd love to pet one of those. Let's try that. I'll be strong for you if you be gentle for me. Okay? Okay, bye kids. Bye kids. Should we pick up all the spaghetti on the ground? And the slivers of telephone pole? Nah, I'm sure some birds will come get it to eat and make nests with or something. Alright. Not bad, big guy. You have a good time? Yeah. It's neat seeing people smiling at me and not screaming running away. Oh, it's Louise. Hey, Louise, what's up? You know how I had that magician booked for a few days from now? He just canceled, and I can't find a replacement. Do you think any of your villains know enough sleight of hand to keep some kids entertained for a while? 
Let me check with my sources and I'll get back to you. The Starwell Foundation is a production of OMV Podcast. Inspired by the villain Wrangler community thread on Tumblr. Featuring voice actors. Kay Giroux. Brett Kelly. Sarah Gary. Michael Davis. KT Valdesaro. Robert Savage. Michelle Arslan. Steph McGillivary. Kristen Chesler. Stevie Norman. Nichelle Herrick. Jennifer Rawlings. Jeremy Ryder. Music by Kevin Mason. Jet Andrade. Mike Forget. Igor at Yevgeny666. Christina Pepper. Antonio R. at Antonio Bustabad. And Incompetech and Kevin McLeod. Custom sound effects by Mac Owens from cleanwaves.com. Season one of the Starwell Foundation could not have happened without all the Kickstarter backers who funded this project. Thank you all for donating, following OMV Podcast, and believing in me. If you like this episode, please let us know in the comments and share and subscribe. Visit Opinions May Vary on social media and omvpodcast.com for all of our past episodes with interviews, reviews, comics, artists, creators, actors, games, conventions, cosplayers, and much more. For this episode, I would like to thank Colin Vignall and Jason Thigpen, who both, without knowing it, encouraged me to make Starwell. You can hear these exact moments happen back on Opinions May Vary, episodes 356 with Colin and 393 with Jason. I'll put the links in the show notes below. And I'm Alex Squires, the writer, director, and editor of the Starwell Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and please come back for more. Did the pathologist look at this one yet? Not yet, but he'll be right back. Did you see they brought Strong Stanley to see the kids today? What? Did he bring all his muscles? Yes, in a weird, inhuman way. Did you hear what happened after they left? Someone mentioned a mess in the courtyard. Yeah, there was spaghetti sticks everywhere, and all these birds came and ate all of them. Every piece of pasta, gone. Stan said they didn't have to clean up because the birds would come. Wait... Can Strong Stanley control birds, too? I don't know.